I'm Will Baker, president of the Chesapeake Bay Foundation, and this is part of our continuing podcast series, Turning the Tide, Saving the Chesapeake Bay. A very, very special announcement today, and I'm joined by CBF Vice President for Litigation, John Mueller, to tell the world that the American Farm Bureau Federation attack on the Chesapeake Clean Water Blueprint, that federal state protocol to reduce pollution in the Bay, has been turned down by the United States Supreme Court. This is uh, historic, I don't think is too strong a word for the Chesapeake. The litigants have been trying to declare this pollution reduction protocol, this state-federal partnership, illegal for what, John, now five years, I believe. That's right, Will. And they lost in the federal district court, they lost in the circuit court, they appealed to the United States Supreme Court, and as of today, the Supreme Court has decided not to take the case, which means it's over, it's done, it's kaput. Pollution reduction in the Bay continues legally, and it's the law of the land. John, you have been involved in this from the beginning. We have heard through channels that your brief to the Supreme Court may well have been the deciding factor. <laughs> if I go that far. <laughs> but, but a lot of briefs were filed on both sides. The Supreme Court met on Friday and announced the decision uh, today, this week. Congratulations, John Mueller. Thank you, Will. Appreciate it. And it really has been uh, quite a fight. Uh, we've had a lot of partners along the way that have worked with us uh, over these last five years. A lot of great support from outside attorneys that have helped us, guided us along the way. And uh, so it really has been a, a great collaboration, even with the federal government, in, in defeating the Farm Bureau's, what I believe to be a misguided challenge of the pollution reduction limits and the, the plans that the states put together to meet those limits. Just briefly state what the Farm Bureau was trying to accomplish, who were they suing, what was their allegation, and what was the Chesapeake Bay Foundation's role? Yeah, it's a, a, a kind of an evolving position by the Farm Bureau. They, are, they first started out saying that EPA didn't have authority to do this, that only the states could pass these pollution limits. Then they uh, also argued that the model that was used to develop the limits. The computer model. Correct. Um, was improper and, and had not been uh, sent out to the public with enough advance notice for the public to understand how the model worked. Um, as they got it, lost that argument or those arguments with uh, the district court and appealed the decision to the Third Circuit, their uh, argument changed. And it basically said that the uh, pollution limit just has to be one number for nitrogen, one number for phosphorus, and one number for sediment throughout the entire Bay region, and then it was up to the states to figure out how to divide that number up, um, which was absurd, uh, to put it mildly, um, because there was no way New York would know how much pollution it was allowed to discharge without uh, some guidance from EPA. And in fact, it turned out that you know the Bay states were very involved in developing those numbers. And they've been part of this all along from the very beginning. And they have never uh, objected or they've never been part of the, the litigation. Right. 
And that's another, I think, important thing for folks to know is that, you know, the Farm Bureau pulled out all the stops here. They're, they told everyone from the beginning that their aim was to get take this as far as they could go, which was the Supreme Court, and they weren't going to rest until um, they got a decision that went their way. Um, and they've lost that today. And that that's a big decision um, because they went and got 20-some other states to file a brief in support of their petition. They got 92 senators to file a brief in support of their petition. They've got 15 counties within the Bay Region to support their decision. Um, and the court was aware of all of those briefs being filed, uh, but uh, in the end decided to reject their appeal. And John, tell us about the Chesapeake Bay Foundation's role as intervener in this case. Right. Um, it was a good place for us to be. You know, the, the United States government has a role to play. The Justice Department was... Um, the legal counsel for EPA, and they typically take a very uh, kind of reserved role in, in their position. They stick to the, the law and argue the law. They don't really talk too much about um, the true impacts to watermen, to citizens that live on the bay and use the bay and, and how the bay is a tremendous economic engine. And so that was the, the role that CBF played and our partners played. You know, we highlighted the fact that you know, this isn't just um, EPA coming up with a number, that they worked with the states. And we explained a lot about the history behind how these numbers were developed and how cooperatively the states worked with EPA. And that was persuasive in both the district court and in the Third Circuit. You know, we're, we're, there's a lot of frustration over 30 years of work to reduce pollution in the Bay and concern that not enough uh, impact has, has resulted. But it's really the last 30 years of the states and various federal agencies working together, which has built the case that this is a cooperative arrangement between federal government agencies and state governments, and is now starting to show real improvement in the Chesapeake Bay that has kind of led us to this position where we can say the states and the feds are working together, results are coming about, and just the concept that anyone would try to declare that illegal is mind-boggling. Well, I think from, from our perspective, certainly it is, because we believe that the Bay, uh, to be saved, the amount of pollution has to be reduced, and it comes from a lot of different sources. So we have you know, pipe discharges, uh, but then we also have runoff discharges and, and uh, agriculture and the home building communities. We're fearful that what happens here may help happen elsewhere in the United States where they're facing the same problems. And we have to remember, that's right, all of the litigants except one were agricultural lobbying associations, but the National Home Builders Association also asserted, was part of the litigation, asserting that this is an illegal effort on the part of the federal government to reduce pollution in the Chesapeake Bay. I, I, I'm smiling and laughing. It just seems so ridiculous. Uh, John, one of the elements of this case, and it's really been sort of a rhetorical element from the Farm Bureau, is that this pollution reduction effort by EPA working together with the states is somehow a massive and illegal land grab by EPA. What did the Farm Bureau mean when they called it a land grab? Well, it's very interesting about their argument. You know, they, they 
said that the, the uh, pollution limit should be a number, but they kind of extrapolated from that and said, well, but that those numbers that EPA has assigned um, dictate how the states have to use their land. So, for example, because uh, phosphorus has to be reduced in a certain state, um, that state has to take a lot of farmland out of production to cut down on the runoff from farms. Um, and that's truly not the case. What EPA did was just give them the number. It was the states who developed the plans, which was kind of the ironic thing about the Farm Bureau's argument. They claimed that they were in this because they had to protect states' rights. And just because the states went along with EPA on developing the numbers, um, that wasn't something that Congress had allowed EPA to do. So it was illegal, and um, when in fact what they were complaining about were the state plans that said, we recognize that agriculture and urban runoff from developed land are the big problems within the Bay. And now, that, now that so much has been done for sewage treatment and other uh, industrial discharges and things like that, the, the last phase is really reducing the runoff that comes off of land. Exactly. And so that was part, the major part of our argument was to prove that this wasn't so much an EPA action, but these were state actions that the Farm Bureau was complaining about, which I believe may have been persuasive to the court in making this decision. Well, now that we have the Supreme Court's decision, I hope that we can, uh, I, I know that we will extend an olive branch, that we will extend an invitation to those who have sued and, and spent so much of their own money and, and, quite frankly, so much of the taxpayer money and the Chesapeake Bay Foundation's money as we have had to defend this, these, this case, I hope we can now move toward a relationship that is working together. And so I call on the Farm Bureau and the other litigants, including the National Association of Home Builders, to stop spending money on lawyers and, stop, and start spending money on reducing pollution, on working with us in partnership. And it certainly seems to me that if the Bay is improved, if the economies of the region start to show the benefits of a healthy water quality, that everybody will win. And that so much of what we have learned is that there really is a triple bottom line to reducing pollution, that we can in fact have a healthy economy and a healthy environment, and that the opposite is also true. Uh, a degraded environment certainly impacts our economy. So, so let's, let's start a new era here. Let's start an era of cooperation, working together, mutually uh, beneficial goals. And finally, uh, John, I'd like to thank you and your team all of the staff at the Chesapeake Bay Foundation who've worked so hard for so many years, and of course, everyone who has supported our work and has been a, a, an advocate for clean water going forward. So thank you very much. You're welcome, and thank you, Will. This is Will Baker, president of the Chesapeake Bay Foundation. Tune in every two weeks for our podcast series, Turning the Tide, Saving the Chesapeake Bay, an historic day for the Chesapeake. Thank you.